Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Today's poem is by John Maysfield, who was a British poet laureate at the beginning of the 20th century. And like many great writers before him, he had a brief career as a sailor before he really took off uh, as a uh, paid writer. And today's poem is inspired by his time on the high seas. It's called Sea Fever. I will read it once, then offer a few comments, then read it one more time. Sea Fever. I must go down to the seas again, to the lonely sea in the sky. And all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by. And the wheels kick in the wind's song and the white sails shaking. And a gray mist on the sea's face and a gray dawn breaking. I must go down to the seas again, for the call of the running tide is a wide, wild call and a clear call that may not be denied. And all I ask is a windy day with the white clouds flying and the flung spray and the blown spume and the seagulls crying. I must go down to the seas again, to the vagrant gypsy life, to the gull's way and the whale's way where the wind's like a wetted knife. And all I ask is a merry yarn from a laughing fellow rover and a quiet sleep and a sweet dream when the long trick's over. As I said, John Maysfield was the UK's poet laureate, and he held that position for nearly 40 years under four different monarchs uh, from the 1930s to the 1960s. After some unhappy school days, Maysfield embarked on a naval training ship, hoping to pursue a life at sea and break what his family considered to be an unhealthy addiction to reading. I don't know what that means. He discovered, however, that the sailor's life actually afforded ample time for reading. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, you're stuck out there at sea and you're either working your tail off or you have nothing to do except sit around and read a book. No movie theaters on the high sea. He also discovered that storytelling was a vibrant part of a sailor's life. Sea Tales, sea legends, sea yarns were uh, traded back and forth on a regular basis. Thus inspired, he returned to land to become a storyteller himself. Maysfield, who eventually received honorary doctorates from Oxford, Yale, and Harvard, achieved a good deal of international fame and used his prominence to better the estate of poetry uh, in a number of ways. To that end, he founded the Oxford Recitations Festival. Uh, this festival's stated goal was, quote, to discover good speakers of verse and to encourage the beautiful speaking of poetry, end quote, uh, which is a project that the Daily Poem can very much get behind. Maysfield wrote plays, juvenile fiction, uh, and more than a dozen novels in addition to his sizable body of poetic work. And though his career lasted more than a half century, 
he's still best remembered for today's poem, which is one of his earliest. Uh, sea fever appeared in his first collection of published poems, Saltwater Ballads. And I think that one of the reasons it has endured as such a beloved poem uh, is because it it comes out of such a pure, <laughs> uh, youthful moment that uh, so many people can relate to uh, and that it speaks to uh, a number of uh, experiences that go beyond uh, just a, a yearning for the sea. It starts very concretely uh, with a very specific object of desire. I must go down to the seas again, to the lonely sea in the sky, and all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by. And so that's the gateway there. The ship is the object that represents or holds uh, for the speaker all of these uh, unspeakable desires. But as the poem goes on, the ship sort of fades into the background uh, and some other things come to the surface instead. The second stanza is far more general in a sense. Uh, now the reason that he must go down to the seas again is the wild call and the clear call that may not be denied. Now, this is something more primal than uh, simply a desire to get on board a cool boat. Then the third stanza introduces maybe the real, the truest object of desire, uh, a life that's different from the one you have known, uh, a life that is exciting and adventurous. I must go down to the seas again, to the vagrant gypsy life. Uh, and also one that's closer to nature, to the gull's way and the whale's way. And finally, a life that is risky or difficult, where the wind's like a wetted knife. Uh, and whatever you're doing, whether it be hard labor at sea uh, or simply uh, enduring the, uh, the difficulty and the toil of keeping yourself alive from day to day, uh, at the end of it, you're ready for quiet sleep and sweet dreams when the long trick's over. And there's something, uh, young men in particular, but perhaps all of us, uh, know about this yearning for uh, getting out into the fresh air and doing something that is strenuous, tiring, exciting. Uh, it's very much a metaphor for every young person who is about to finish or has just finished a year of school. After sitting at a desk for nine months, uh, you have fill-in-the-blank fever, uh, sea fever of, of a thousand different kinds. You just want to get out. Uh, there's something that is calling you, and that call cannot be denied. And every teacher who's had to teach in the month of May uh, knows that it's uh, futile to <laughs> try and resist it. Uh, and those teachers feel the call too. I, I know I do myself. Uh, speaking of school children, this poem, uh, 
has been memorized by many generations of British school children uh, and a good number of American school children as well. Uh, but somewhere along the way, the text changed. Macefield's original version uh, included a slightly different refrain at the beginning of each stanza. Uh, his first version read, I must down to the seas again. Uh, it's a little archaic, but you know, aesthetically pleasing uh, if you if you have a taste for those things. Uh, but somewhere along the way, he decided that it was maybe he got enough complaints. <laughs> he smoothed it out uh, by adding that go down for the sake of uh, any who might have uh, come to this poem all previously and maybe in its original form. And for those who wonder what it might sound like uh, in its original form, if you've never read or heard it that way, uh, I will read the original text for this second reading, and then you can judge for yourself which one uh, you prefer. So once more, Sea Fever by John Macefield. I must down to the seas again, to the lonely sea in the sky, and all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by. And the wheels kick, and the wind song, and the white sails shaking, and a gray mist on the sea's face, and a gray dawn breaking. I must down to the seas again. The call of the running tide is a wild call and a clear call that may not be denied. And all I ask is a windy day with the white clouds flying, and the flung spray and the blown spume and the seagulls crying. I must down to the seas again, to the vagrant gypsy life, to the gull's way and the whale's way, with the winds like a wetted knife. And all I ask is a merry yarn from a laughing fellow rover, and quiet sleep and a sweet dream when the long trick's over. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.